0: What is your first thought when you hear the word bugs? For me, I am not too terrified of insects or spiders. Now, mice and rodents, that is a different story. Those things creep me out, but not bugs. And speaking of bugs, there are actually people whose jobs study bugs or insects, and their job is an entomologist, So thinking about that, keep that in mind. Today's episode is extremely, extremely special. And if you haven't already heard, I have recently launched a brand new podcast for kids, the STEM Career Quest. This show is where I interview people in STEM careers to help elementary age kids learn more about what they want to be when they grow up or even expose them to new possibilities. In case you're wondering as well, this podcast, The Elementary STEM Coach, isn't going anywhere. I wanted to add on another show so that I could create a more rounded STEM experience in the education space. So we have the show, this one, to help support teachers and parents who are teaching STEM. And then the kid podcast, it's made for them to help them learn about STEM in a different way, including entomologists. And you're going to hear about that in a second. If you haven't already checked it out, I am bringing to you the first episode of the guest interviews for the STEM Career Quest. This is actually episode two. So make sure you go and follow this new show on your favorite podcasting platform, where you can listen to episode one, And episode one is super short, and I explain more about about behind the scenes of the STEM Career Quest podcast. And then episode two, which you're gonna hear in a second, is more of the format of what the show is. So today, you're actually gonna be learning about entomologists. I'm so excited for you to hear from these guests. I'm not gonna say too much more about their job because I tell all about it, but I really am excited for you to listen. You can listen to today's episode with your favorite kids in mind, but just make sure you go and follow the STEM Career Quest podcast. I'm not going to play every episode on here, but I was just so excited that I had to share with you in case you didn't hear. So get ready to listen for this fun new STEM journey. On a nice warm day, have you ever found yourself outside exploring nature around you? and digging in the dirt, and seeing all of those creepy crawlies that are all over the rocks and inside of the dirt that you just dug up? Well, we like to call those creepy crawlies bugs. And those insects and bugs are not so bad once you get to learn more about them. And that's what somebody gets to do for their real job. But who would want to study insects and bugs anyway. Why is this even important for a job? Well, stick around for this episode of the STEM Career Quest where we find more about this bug-exploring job. Have you ever found yourself asking this question, what do I want to be when I grow up? Maybe you already have an answer to that. Maybe you don't. Both are okay. Welcome to the STEM Career Quest podcast, a show made for kids like you to help you build your dreams or even find new ones in science, technology, engineering, and math. Each week, hear captivating stories and interviews to explore the exciting world of STEM. Oh, and grown-ups and teachers, you can listen too. We'll talk to experts in STEM who are passionate about what they do in the real world and how they make a positive impact in their careers. Created and hosted by K-5 STEM coach, Naomi Meredith, this show will spark your imagination and passion. Join us each week on our quest to explore the possibilities of careers in STEM one episode at a time. The STEM career that we are going to be hearing more about is what it's like being an entomologist. Entomologists are scientists who study bugs. To tell us more about what it's like being entomologists in real life, we are going to be hearing from our special guests who are friends in real life. We'll be hearing from Christy Reddick and Jessica Honaker, also known as the Bug Chicks. These friends are scientists and educators who love teaching others about the world of bugs. Speaking of world, this pair of entomologists travel the world and use these animals as a teaching tool. Christy and Jessica love helping other people feel capable in their classrooms and host a dynamic teaching setting. So excited for you to meet these bug chicks and the role of being an entomologist. Now, get ready for today's episode quest. My lovely questies, that is what I like to call you. Instead of a bestie, you are my questie for STEM Career Quest. Get it? Here are these three questions that I want you to listen carefully for the answers, They are in order, but definitely pay attention so you can get all three correct answers. Are you ready? Here are the questions that I want you to be listening for. Question number one. True or false? Christy and Jessica always knew they wanted to study bugs when they grew up. Question number two. Which famous singer was one of the bugs they studied named after? Question number three, what did Cookie Monster, the tarantula, do that was so scary? All right, let's go on this STEM career quest journey. Thank you so much, ladies, for being here today. If you could do so, what is your STEM career and how would you describe what you do? I love this question.
1: Yes. First and foremost, uh, we are entomologists and, um, an entomologist is basically a bug scientist. Um, and Christy and I study very different kinds of bugs. Um, I got my degree looking at a pest insect called aphids and how their honeydew, which is basically aphid pea, affects the plants that they, that they live on.
2: And I study camel spiders, which are not true spiders, but they're cousins of spiders. And um, I studied them in Kenya, which is a country in East Africa. And so I camped in East Africa, with lions and elephants and i actually brought jessica with me for part of my research and we camped together and um, she filmed me uh finding camel spiders and i actually got to name and describe a new species of camel spider so that is what i work on Ooh, chris tell them what the speed tell them what you named it i named it terabulida mugambiae <laughs> yeah, some of the names are pretty intense, but, but I named it after a fellow bug scientist. Um, here's a tip. If you grow up to name something, don't name it after yourself. It's bad manners. Name it after someone you really admire, like, like a, a teacher or a mentor or a friend. And so I named it after um, a scientist who I really admired.
0: I love that. And this is such a unique episode because you both actually know each other. How did you both team up as entomologists?
2: We both got our master's degrees from Texas A&M University. So we met on basically my first day of graduate school. Jess Mm -hmm. was already there for a little while. And we met in a class, um, an insect photography class. And uh, we just immediately clicked. And then like I said, I asked her to join me on my research because I I knew that I wanted to make bug videos and that that was going to be my life and that I wanted to teach and make bug videos. That was part of my work as a as an entomologist already. And Jessica was going on a real different path for a while. She was going to work in an insect lab and work in agriculture, which is like farming and stuff. And when she came with me to Africa about a month in, she was like, where do I sign up? And I was like, join my company. And so we became the bug chicks. And now we have owned a company together where we travel around the world together and we teach and we work with teachers and students around the world to um, to teach people about the amazing world of arthropods, which is the fancy word for anything with six or more jointed legs and an exoskeleton, bugs.
1: Yeah, we create um, all sorts of educational content. Yeah, and so um, part of our job is also something called psychom, which is short for science communication. And it's how do you teach about these animals, and how do you share information about these animals in a way that people can understand and that people can also relate to. And so um, that's a that's a big part of our of of our work as well. And we do that with make videos. Uh, We do a lot of talks, we create curriculum. um, And we visit schools and libraries to teach people in person.
0: Awesome. So you're not just playing with creepy crawlies all day, you use a lot of different skills that are important, like video work and writing curriculum and talking to others. And so you're using a whole lot of skills, not just playing with bugs all day. And thinking of that, what would you guys describe is the coolest part about your job. And it sounds like there might be a lot of cool parts about being an entomologist.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We we were talking about this and it's tricky. We were like, what are we going to say for this question? Because there's so many cool parts to our job. (laughs) The list Um, is long. The list is long. I think one of the main things is we get to work with our best friend, Jessica Mm -hmm. and I have been working together for years and years. And so we're like best friends. We're like sisters, you know? And so that's really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but also traveling to all sorts of new places and getting to meet people all over the place who are inspired to save the environment, who care about the animals that make up the mm-hmm. diversity of our planet. And to watch people get over their fears of bugs, I think is one of the coolest things that, that we get to be, to be a part of because mm-hmm if you are feeling afraid of a bug and then you work with us for a couple of minutes and now you're holding a giant cockroach and you've named it and you want to take it home, that's a really powerful thing. And I want that student or that teacher to understand that that feeling is bravery and feeling capable because what can you do now with reading? What can you do with math class? What can you do with public speaking? You are so much more capable of great things than you know. And that's a large part of our work. And and I think that's the coolest thing.
1: I will add squeal giggles to that list. That moment when someone does realize that they're doing something that they never thought they could do and it was way cooler than they thought that it would be. Yeah. That noise that comes out of people (laughs) is also high on the list. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are there any bugs that have scared either one of you, or you're still scared of, or are you immune to being scared?
1: <laughs> that is a rough question. I'm looking right at you, Jessica. I'm looking right at you, girl. I know you are. <laughs> so it's not so much fear as it is I struggle with touching grasshoppers and crickets, um, having them in my hand puts me on edge um and it's and it's something about the sensation of when they jump that popping that their that their legs do the sensation in my hands just i'm just like ah and um
2: and we have to do it a lot because we mm-hmm. feed crickets to our tarantulas and oh. our scorpions. we have a whole arthropod zoo yes and so and we've got some big tarantulas who've been with us for a long time mm-hmm. beyonce is the star of our show and oh. she's a curly hair tarantula and she eats a lot of crickets yes so it, it's an everyday part of the job that, mm-hmm. that jessica I, I'm very proud of you. I feel like you've really come a long way. With well, that. thank you, thank you, no thank you, thank you.
1: It's it's also um, I, I think it's also in a way kind of its own superpower because you know there, Christy and I talk a lot about modeling the strategy about getting people to to do things that make them uncomfortable, right? And so, you know, I haven't always been as open about being creeped out—not creeped out, but like not wanting to hold those animals, right? I've not always been super open about that. But now I'm finding that the more open I am, the more willing people are to do it themselves. And so I'm trying to be more like
2: vulnerable. I think the word vulnerable, vulnerable. let's do this. Um, (laughs) and, And you know, I used to be afraid of bugs. So I grew up terrified of spiders, like terrified of spiders, like cry for my dad in the middle of the night tears going down into my ear holes as I was frozen on my back, couldn't move, terrified. And now I study giant arachnids. And so... The more you learn about the things that you are afraid of, it turns your fear into fascination. And that is just sort of a good life lesson to carry with you all the time. If you're afraid of something, ask yourself why, and then maybe challenge yourself to learn a little bit more. But learn real things. Don't just learn scary facts, because they might not be true, right? And don't believe everything you read on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> there's a bunch of misinformation out there. Yes. So so that's 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 part of what we do.
0: I love that. So, okay. So speaking of that, so we have Beyonce, the tarantula, and then Mm -hmm. maybe that's a great project that you've worked on. Um, But tell us about a neat project you worked on or something shocking that has happened to either one of you or at the same time that you've had while being entomologists. Hmm.
1: Well, there, there was a thing that happened. It was, it was kind of funny, but also stressful. So it was funny after the fact. Um, It didn't involve Beyonce, but it did involve another tarantula that we had, um, Cookie Monster. She was a pink toe tarantula. So she was bright blue and she had hot pink toes. And uh, we were teaching outside with her and Christy is our primary tarantula wrangler. (laughs) She's totally amazing at it. And not this day, not this day. <laughs> <laughs> much. She was she was holding Cookie Monster and it was windy and there were maybe what like 30 or 40 kids.
2: They were part of this group. They were surrounded. We were outside it and they were maybe fourth and fifth graders. Yeah. And I don't love to teach with tarantulas outdoors because all of their hairs are very sensitive. And so when the wind blows, they can get a bit skittish. And But I really wanted these students to see this amazing baby tarantula that we had. And she was quite small. She was maybe the size of a quarter, but bright blue, gorgeous. And we took a risk, and it didn't work out great. I mean, it's fine. Cookie Monster was fine, and all the kids were fine. She was on my hand, a gust of wind blew, and she jumped we forgot to mention a big, a big deal, Naomi, these tarantulas, these pink toe tarantulas are jumping tarantulas. Mm -hmm. And so they hop up in the trees. So she got hit with a gust of wind and she jumped off my hand. And all I remember, I sort of, I sort of blacked out a little bit, but all (laughs) I remember was I can just see a sea of faces of like fourth and fifth grade students like this Oh, eyes wide, open, mouth open. frozen and a tarantula in midair and me like reaching for this tarantula. We caught her. She was fine. Everyone was amazing. I was very proud of that group of students. We, st- we tell this story years later because those students were perfect.
1: Oh, yeah. And you know, you'd think that there might be a bit of a panic, right? Cause people were, some people were super nervous about seeing the tarantula, yeah. but you know, we were like, don't move. And everybody was like, statues. And they stayed that way
2: until for we got there. The <laughs> and then they were like, is she okay? Is she doing all right? How is she? Did and she she that was, that's the greatest thing. Like, is she okay? Is she scared? And so that's that great connection point, right? Where we can go, you were afraid, but you are concerned about this tarantula where 10 minutes ago, you didn't care to even see this tarantula and now you care. Mm-hmm. And so having empathy for creatures that are different from you is a really beautiful thing. And kids have this all the time, you know, kids love animals. And, and I think if we can keep that through adulthood, I think the Mm. world would be a much better Mm -hmm. place because I think we all grow up kind of fascinated by animals. They're really interesting and beautiful. And we forget that bugs are animals too. Mm.
0: So love that. STEM career quest, quick facts, three fun facts about bugs that you may or may not already know number one. For a bug to be considered an insect, it has to have these qualifications. An insect has three main body parts, the head, the thorax, and the abdomen. Insects also have six legs and two antennae. Some insects have wings, but not all of them do, so not insects have to fly. Fact number two ladybugs are not born as tiny little ladybugs ladybugs first start as an egg and when they hatch out of that egg they are these teeny tiny larvas that scientists sometimes say they look like little creepy alligators but don't be fooled by these creepy little crawlies When these little ladybug larvae are ready to move on to the next stage of their life cycle, they create their pupa. And once they are finished inside of that pupa, they hatch and turn into their cute little ladybug self. Hmm, this sounds a lot like the life cycle of a butterfly. They have very similar life cycles. And number three, spiders aren't insects. Spiders are actually considered arachnids. Spiders have eight legs and no antenna. Did you know these three things about bugs? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But still really cool, huh? Loving the STEM Career Quest podcast and want more? Join the STEM Career Quest Club. Perfect for teachers, homeschool parents, or families Looking to add more educational opportunities during school breaks. Inside, you get access to a private community of other STEM Career Quest listeners, comprehension guides for each episode, teaching slides for each episode where it is broken up into chunks so you can listen in smaller segments, related STEM activities you can complete with simple materials, one monthly virtual STEM field trip, and more. Okay, so you were you both, you kind of mentioned this a little bit, but were you both super interested in doing this as a type of career? Were there certain experiences? And you probably have both different pathways, your stories connected, but what experiences led you both into this type of career? Were there a lot of different things that happened?
1: Um yes, <laughs> there were a <laughs> lot of different things that happened. Um so for me, I started out in undergrad as, uh, as a biology major, but I was going in for physical therapy. Um, I wanted to work in, in that sort of healthcare setting. And, and so, you know, I'm like three years in and I have to take a summer class. And the one that I ended up taking was an invertebrate zoology class. It wasn't insect specific but it was you know insects were a part of it and the professor who taught the class was um he was a an entomologist and he focused on mosquito work and he was amazing and he was basically i was like oh man this guy is awesome and his work is awesome and he's so excited about it and uh so i signed up for his other classes and You know, I started working in his lab dissecting mosquito larvae, which is tedious work, (laughs) but it's a lot of fun. And, um, you know, and that sort of was my transition point into entomology. Um, And then I went to grad school, focused on agricultural pests and met Christy. And I will let you take it from there, Chris, because then our lives began
2: together. (laughs) My path is different. So I was, I I have always been an animal lover. Ever since I was little, I wanted to study animals in Africa, but I wanted to study elephants, lions, you know, gazelle. I wanted to be on the savannah, but also I was training to be a dancer and an actor since I was little. So I had this like secret dream of wanting to work with animals. My parents were not like I never had any pets. I wasn't allowed to have pets. Like they weren't, whenever we went to a zoo and I like volunteered to hold the snake, my parents were like, no, 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 no. I think they were afraid that the animals were going to hurt me. And so I had this secret dream about animals, but then I was also quite good on stage. So I went for that and up until high school and then even in college, I have a degree in theater. I was an actor and I was like dancing and acting and like I was doing it. And I kind of realized, wow, if I don't try to go for my secret dream of studying animals, I might never do it. And so I switched. After I got my degree, I went back to get another degree. And like Jessica, there was uh, a teacher and I took an entomology class. I didn't know what entomology was. I didn't even have science classes in my college. I had like dance classes. I didn't have science classes. So I didn't know what entomology was. And he, his enthusiasm for bugs was contagious. He was so excited. He was so amazing. And as a teacher now, as an educator now, he inspired me in the way that I teach now. Um, and then I went to Africa still to study large mammals And fell in love with a camel spider. I saw one and it was love at first sight. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but that's what I'm going to study for my life. And here we are now. Sometimes life takes you in in weird places and sometimes you go with it. But my advice is if you have a secret dream, even if everyone around you thinks it's a silly dream, you got to try for it. You got to try for it. And Mm -hmm. there are people who will help you to make it happen. And now my parents are so supportive and they can really see the thread of me being five and raising my hand at the zoo to hold a giant snake. And now the work that I do all over the world, they see the same person. Like I'm the same five-year-old and I have the enthusiasm of a five-year-old. So keep (laughs) that joy, keep that enthusiasm is my advice to you.
0: Jessica, do you have any advice as well to kids out there who might want to do something similar to what you both are doing?
1: Mm. My advice is be flexible and see where your path takes you. Because, you know, Christy always wanted to study animals. I always wanted to do physical therapy. But then I found something I liked more Mm. and I was open to changing my path and seeing where that path takes me. And so I think being able to pivot and deviate and, and be flexible is a really important way to move through the world as well. Yeah.
0: Well, wonderful advice from both of you. And maybe you guys out there might be an entomologist one day, and maybe you will meet the bug chicks in the real world. You never know. I have
2: one more piece of advice for you if you think that you want to get into a STEM career or a science career or whether it's entomology or any of the other STEM careers. In STEM, it's not just one thing. So as an entomologist, we don't just study bugs. Like we don't just spend our time with bugs. We do public speaking. We do a lot of reading. You have to do a lot of reading. There's math involved. There's interpersonal working involved. So my advice is read a lot, get curious, and get excited about working with people because – People are the way that you are going to build a career, no matter what career you go into. Even if you think, oh, I'm just going to be alone and do my own thing, you're still going to have customers or you're still going to have uh, a network to work with or family to deal with or, you know, people make the world run. And so um, my advice is be really curious, be really open be excited about working with people because it's going to help you in no matter what career you have. Science, art, doesn't matter. And if there are two things you really love to do, but you feel like I can't do both of them, you can. Mm -hmm. And you can do what we call stacking them, right? So I have a degree in theater. Jessica and I make a bunch of videos where I get to dance and Act all over the place in the videos, but they're about bugs. Jessica loves to draw. We put Jessica's drawings in our videos. Yes. I love to write. I love to write our blog posts. There's all different ways that you can kind of mush together the things that you are good at and that you are excited about in a career. A -hmm. career is never just one thing.
0: So good. I love that. I'm like, oh, Chris little, Wilson. <laughs> I know. I'm like, little Naomi is like, yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> love so good. <laughs> awesome. Have you been listening carefully to today's episode? Let's see how you did with today's episode quest questions. Question number one was true or false? Christy and Jessica always knew they wanted to study bugs when they grew up. False. Both of them had different careers in mind, but the way their lives led and the interests and passions that they have, they eventually became friends and entomologists. Question number two. Which famous singer was one of the bugs they studied named after? Beyonce, the curly-haired tarantula, Question number three. What did Cookie Monster the tarantula do that was so scary? Cookie Monster had the opportunity to be in front of a group of children outside, and a gust of wind came by, and it tickled those little sensitive hairs on the tarantula, which caused Cookie Monster to jump. How many did you get right? Were you a careful listener? If you want help following along with all the questions for each episode inside of the STEM Career Quest Club, you can find all of the questions listed and more comprehension questions to deepen your understanding each and every week. Loving the STEM Career Quest podcast? Want to be featured on the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and tell us what you love about it. Maybe you'll be featured on our next episode. What is something new today that you learned about being an entomologist? Is this a type of STEM career that you might want to explore more? Even if it isn't, it's always great to learn more about the world around us and hear different perspectives from different amazing people. I am excited for you to continue your journey in the next episode of the STEM Career Quest podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the STEM Career Quest podcast. Grab your free episode badge, connect with today's guests, follow us on social media, join the club, and more. Find it all on our website at STEMCareerQuestPodcast.com.